if it's going to be the last thing I do, I'm going to make sure that everyone knows Brittany. She mattered and they wanted her silenced and they wanted her to be never seen again. I'm going to make sure she stays seen and she and everyone knows who she was or who she is. Hi, good evening, good evening. This is Tawana Spian Butler and this is Missing Our Voices. This is the podcast of missing persons. Their families get to tell their stories of the traumatic experiences that they have went through and still are going through. Tonight we cover a case with Brittany Woods. Her stepmother is with us tonight, Mr. Miss Stephanie Hankey. We're gonna go ahead and, and dive into it. Um, Stephanie, are you there? Yes. Okay, so I I researched this case and I'm gonna freeze. Okay. yeah, it, 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 this is, this is like no other. Um, it definitely has a lot of different turns and twists to it. The only thing that, that kind of bothered me is the story kind of took a turn where I didn't even really know who Brittany was because it was so overshadowed at one point. Can we start off by letting everyone know who she was as a person so people that doesn't get overshadowed okay she was just your average 19 year old single mother uh she was ran the roads had fun you know hanging out with her friends never met a stranger uh just did what most teenagers did 10 years ago right uh she was more of a nomad type person she went from place to place she didn't really uh have what you would consider a stable place to stay she'd stay with her mom she'd stay with us she'd stay at her grandma's she'd stay with this friend or that friend she uh, actually at the time didn't have uh sole custody of her child so she didn't have the responsibility of uh having the child in the home at all times so she had that she had that choice of running around and living that teenage lifestyle and who had who who was in charge? Who had the custody of the child? The child's father. Okay, okay. Was she able to get to see her child as as much as she wanted? Yes, pretty much. Okay. All right. So, at May two thousand um twelve, something apparently went very very wrong. And I know that there's been a lot of stories around everything, but can you start from the beginning of where you think everything began? Well, that's the thing. Nobody really knows where it began. As far as we know, on the day she was last seen, everything was fine. Uh, she was, from what we understand, she was having a normal day. She was uh, at her mom's. From what her cell phone records show, she was having normal conversations back and forth with texting and calling. She um, was down the street at um, her aunt's uh, riding, it was either four wheelers or go-karts. Um, uh, and that would be her mom's sister. She right. actually, I believe she saw her daughter that day. She spoke to her father. We made plans to see her on Saturday. That was a Wednesday. May 30th was a Wednesday. Um, as far as we knew, everything was just normal. Okay. So at what point, what point did you realize that something had went, went wrong? 
it wasn't until Friday, two days later, when um, her uncle was found shot and everybody, and it was her favorite uncle, and everybody started looking for her to tell her to make sure she was aware he had been shot, or as they thought at the time, shot himself, or still think, um, and nobody could get in touch with her. Because she left on the evening of five third of May 30th to go visit a friend, or at least that's what she told her mother. She was going to visit a friend. And when we got in touch with that friend, the friend informed us that no, she was going to see that uncle. And that's when we realized something wasn't right because Okay, so so the friend basically said that that she was supposed to go see the uncle the night that the uncle killed himself. No, the night she last time she was seen. Okay, okay, but this wasn't yeah. the time. This wasn't when he took his life, correct? Correct. It was less than forty-eight hours later when he took when he when he was shot. Um, he didn't die for three days. Oh wow! Yeah, he. Um, but he did not regain consciousness. He was brain dead when he was taken to the hospital. Okay. So at this at this time, he's in the hospital. Everybody knows that something is not quite right because I did I I did see that her cell phone um was found in his truck. Was that correct? No, her cell phone's never been found. There was a battery a that battery. was found. Yeah, there was a battery found, and her mother believes it was her cell phone battery. But not uh, for sure. Not for sure because it was just a battery. She believes it was uh, her battery because it has scratches on it that match the scratches. Uh, I I don't believe necessarily that is her battery because there's been so much uh, shadiness going on with the wife of the uncle that she could have easily put those scratches on the battery when she asked, you know, hey, does it have scratches on this side? And, oh, yeah, let me scratch it up. And yeah, it's got scratches on it. So so yeah. there's no way to prove that. Yeah. Um there has been so many there's a lot of different twists and turns there is there's so many twists and turns because the way that Brittany uh would run the roads it wasn't it wasn't unusual that you wouldn't hear from her for a day or two right right so that's why it wasn't unusual that nobody heard from her on because it was a Wednesday evening that was the last time that she was seen so it wasn't unusual that nobody heard from her on that Thursday and it was Friday afternoon around 2.30 that everybody heard that, that Donnie had been shot. And then, so that's about the time everybody starts looking for Brittany. And then that's when we realize, wait a minute, you know, nobody can find Brittany. Everybody starts calling around. And then a few people was like, well, last I heard she was going to see Donnie, the one that was shot. And then by Saturday, nobody can hear, nobody has heard from her. So that's when uh, the missing persons report was filed. And how has the police actually like still has the, the this investigation is still ongoing correct correct okay so from the from the time that you guys realized like okay something is definitely wrong there was a, a lot of different occurrences that happened also not just with the uncle with the aunt the mom quite a bit of things happened in that that time and i and like i said i don't want to overshadow that she's missing but i think some of the things that that are important have to be filled in so can you tell us a little bit about the background of what happened with the rollout of what happened with the family 
Well, okay, so the uncle was already under investigation for um, molestation of uh, a family member, of one of his immediate family members, a child. And um, he was to meet with uh, the, with the process, well, with, an, with a detective that day, the day that he was shot. And the, they're saying it was about 30 minutes before the time he was supposed to meet is when they believe that he shot himself. Um, and he was found by his wife and uh, her best friend. And that the Jesse's brother, which is Brittany's mom, um, he's the one that started it by calling and turning in the uncle. Okay. Because uh, he found some messages on the child's computer that led to the whole investigation that started apparently in February. So that where it started in February, we're now in May. No, okay. we're in June. We're, it ended, we're in June 1st. So they were supposed to arrest him on June 1st. That's the day that he, that's the day he was shot. Um, and then by June 19th, uh, the uncle, which is the Brittany's mother's brother, is arrested, and so is one of the brother-in-laws is arrested. Uh, and what were, what were for, they arrested on? Sex uh, charges against. Uh, so yeah, they're related child sex-related charges, and it just it it just keeps snowballing. We still do not have any idea where Brittany is, and then the sex charges just keep rolling in so it turns into there's a I'm sorry so from as you're as you're seeing this unfold because I think people hear the story but I don't know if they hear and I think it's important for the emotions of what other family members really have to deal with while everything is going on because basically what you're telling me is that not just your processing that your stepdaughter is missing and something is wrong now you have to process that one of your semi-family semi members has shot himself and their whole family is now being brought in on sex charges at, for children, correct? Right, the whole maternal side that is being, is being arrested. So, and we cannot get any answers from that side, which is her mother's side. We're not getting anywhere and then they're turning their backs on us and as far as her mother and we're so it's it's actually separating the two sides right what was what was what were you and your husband thinking about at that moment like what were you feeling numb yeah. uh, our focus was and it still is to this day is to find out where she is and what happened to her uh we've we've never given up on looking the looking for her, finding out what happened to her. Uh, we've, we got with uh, Class Kids, which is a nonprofit search um, organization. And they've been with us ever since, um, helping us following up on leads and tips and doing searches. Um, and they, like I said, they've been with us ever since going on 10 years now. And has the maternal side kind of departed from you guys because I, I they did it they oh, did yeah, I've seen the, seen the documentary so they've they spoke out but um 
I think it was almost kind of they had to in a, in a sense. So um, have you guys like separated or have they come together with you to try to figure out what what might have happened to her? Because that's still very, very important. Right. No, they completely have set. We've completely separated years wow. ago. Uh, once the arrest started, um, they completely separated from us, um, which was fine because we could we asked asked in the beginning for uh to try to get answers and um i'm really not sure there there's several different variables of what separated us but um and it's sad it should have everybody should have been able to come together for the common denominator of finding her right but it and it's happened and i've seen it with other families of the missing and it just this was another family that it tore apart and, and um it's just i don't know if it was because of the arrest but it was better that way because there was nobody on the paternal side that was even questioned in the sex ring and it really was better that we did separate yeah probably that. and and you and you made a you made a, a statement about you know it seems as though it would bring you together you know i've i've actually you know i've suffered the same fate that you have and sometimes the emotion from everybody it just sends everybody into a whirlwind so it, having a common denominator having that common ground is so hard to do because everybody is so high with intensity of emotion you know what i mean oh so, yeah definitely yeah so it's it, it kind of it it kind of like makes it everybody kind of like withdraw within themselves sometimes that's what i've seen so far and oh, yeah. uh, and we're all deal, dealing with it in, in in our own way so with your husband um what has he said anything to make you feel like you know like he feels like she's still alive i hate to speak for him but mm. he um he doesn't. He um, he think he feels as far as like Chessie has spoken out and said that she feels that Brittany's no longer with us. He also feels like she's no longer with us. Okay. Um, I, I know that deep down he does hope that she is, um, but I think that everyone has to come to grips with it in their own way, and that that is his way. Um, and I'm I'm just not. I, I can't give up hope. I never I don't think I'll ever give up hope um yeah you I think you remember when we talked before and I was telling you I was like you know everybody kind of does their grieving in a in a different way at one point I knew in, in a without a shadow of a doubt that something was missing inside of me you know what I mean right right um but I was like you I was like okay but and until that day comes he's it's he, he's still alive so right. I, I, I give kudos to you for, for keeping that alive because you really don't know if she still is out there. You know what I mean? Right, right. And I guess, and I guess that's one thing too is whether she is or not, she'll always be alive with me. Right. And, um, and my whole thing is whatever, whoever did what has happened to her, they did it to, to make her disappear and to make her be gone and that's why i a lot of people have said oh she was just your stepdaughter why do why are you still pushing this why are you still looking you know she was 
because I was only around her for four years. Because that's uh, still when, your daughter. Exactly, and if it's going to be the last thing I do, I'm going to make sure that everyone knows Brittany. She mattered, and they wanted her silenced, and they wanted her to be never seen again. I'm going to make sure she stays seen, and she and everyone knows who she was or who she is. Right. So basically what you're saying is that whatever they thought they were going to do, that's not the plan here. Right. 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 <laughs> Somebody wanted her silenced and, and wanted her to disappear. But nope, you're going to have to see her face every every time you turn around. That's good. That's good. I love it. What about her? Um, what is it a daughter she has? Yes. How old is her daughter now? She just turned 12. Wow. Yeah, wow. she was she had just turned two uh, a couple of weeks before. Brittany disappeared does she does she actually know what happened to that what's happening to her mom or what what has happened to her mom um she as far as I know because I don't discuss it with her I try okay. I know that she's got enough people uh, other people she's got enough of them talking to her about it so I try not to discuss it with her at all we talk about other things uh, I just I feel like she's got it because so many people talk about it around her that I feel like that that's not something her and I are going to have a conversation. If she asks me, we'll talk about it, but I'm not going to bring it up. And she's never talked to me about it. And you know, what's crazy. It's probably going to be, it's, you're probably going to be the one that she actually really talks to because, you know, when you hear all these other people talking and talking, you really want to, you want to find out, well, this person hasn't said anything. They probably know the truth about what's really going on. So is she doing is she doing okay in her life after going through what she's going going through? Oh yeah, she's doing good. She's um she's doing good in school or at least that's what she keeps telling me. She uh <laughs> the other day she told me she cannot wait till the last day of school. Um we talk every day, uh several times a day. She texts me while she's at school and I, I tell her, you know, she's going to get her phone taken away from her. <laughs> so uh, we're um, actually I don't act uh, we don't actually live in Alabama anymore but uh, so there's a time difference and so she's she's my wake-up call pretty much every morning texting me when she's on the bus to school right and then, and she's my afternoon text letting me know she's on her way home from school well that's going to be a present when you when you find Brittany that's going to be a great present or whatever happened with closure that's going to be a great present that she has too to, to close that door um, for her. Um, do you think if the, Brittany was out there that she would be gone this long without any type of communication, especially with her daughter? Not willingly. Not willingly. Not unless it turns out that there was something, something really bad. But I just... There's so many different scenarios or variables of what could have happened to her that I don't know. I know at one point they said they people thought because of the sex ring uh, that she could have been in witness protection program and forced to stay away. Well, I mean, everybody's arrested. Everybody's in jail, uh, serving years and years in jail. So where is she now? You know, what else is there for her to hide for? And she wouldn't be considered a missing person if the if the cops had her at any given point. They they exactly yeah they wouldn't exactly. do that you know they yeah they they would have 
yeah, they wouldn't make you guys suffer like that. That's 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 tortured for anybody that has anybody that's missing and for someone to withhold information like that, that's that's just torturing somebody. So I don't think right. that would happen. Um if there was one thing that you felt like you needed help with with trying to find her, what would it be? What what would you say to local law enforcement or or any um law enforcement that could help you um maybe expedite or do something different in this case to help find where she is. Oh God, let us look at her file. Let us look at that case file. That would be the big thing. You haven't we looked have, at the case file? No, they will not let us look at that case file. We've been, we've seen and talked to the detectives and talked about certain, certain things, but we need to look at every page of that case file. We've got lots of information. We've got information on Donnie's, uh, we've got 911 calls, but most of the stuff we have has got redacted parts in it. We've got his autopsy. We've got, we've got a lot of information on him, but we have nothing on her other than what they're telling us. They won't let us actually look at anything. Only things that we have like her, um, the missing person report, half of it's redacted. They will not okay, let us is sit it, down is it, redact, it. is it redacted because it's a still an open investigation? Because you do know that sometimes right. they, they, they won't give you certain information um, due to the fact that they're still, it could, be a, it could be a cold case to some people, but it could still be an investigation that might be happening behind the scenes. Do you think right. that, that might be possible? That, that's, what, that's what they're telling us is why. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's what they're telling us is why. We've got a new detective on the case, and he just got the file, and he's just uh, about to start looking at it, and so we're hoping we're going to get somewhere with him. So, so what do you so what do you think if you if you had the fi case file do you think that you would be able to see things that they might not be able to see? Yes. Okay. Possibly because you know you look at something for so long and you look over things. Mhm. Mm because you get fresh eyes on it which we have um now that we are are been fortunate enough to connect with uh uncovered they have seen things that I looked at it for nine years at one point because we hooked up with them in January. Uh, so I had been looking at it for over nine years. And then they're like, wait, wait a minute. Did you see this? And it was like, oh, my God, it's been staring me in the face. And I never wow. saw it. And, and then they were able to help us get they were able to actually get reports that we have never been able to get because we didn't know the right people or the right forms to fill out that they did. They're actually a very awesome platform when it comes to, to assisting I, aren't they upon, yeah they really are um and it's it's kind of phenomenal just the researchers that they have that that help your cases and everything like that um what 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 do you feel what do you feel that needs to be done at this particular moment um or what would you want to say if, just in case she was out there what do you think you would say to Brittany if she just came across this podcast um, today, what would you want to say to her? Come find me. I'm in Washington. Come find me. I, no questions asked. Just come find me. Call me. Uh, link me. <laughs> link, link me in there to want to get a, get a, we, need, we need to find a way for her to come find me. Uh, no questions asked. Come find me. I will always be here for you like I've told you from day one. 
no questions asked. Don't care where you've been for the past 10 years, just come find me. What if? What would you say if, if it was someone that was holding her? Oh, we need her, we let her go. Yeah. Contact me. <laughs> missing Brittany wood uh, at gmail.com uh missing Brittany wood at facebook missing Brittany wood twitter um at missing Brittany wood on twitter just contact me whatever we, it would take huh? whatever it would take we will work it out <laughs> just just let me know we will work it out you know stephanie i it's really crazy if i if i didn't know you were her stepmother I would think that you birthed this child. I can hear the the passion in your voice when it comes to just somebody, you know, and I think that all of us have kind of been there. Just somebody just just help me. I just need just that one piece. And because right now there's there's a person that goes to sleep right now with an unanswered question. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's hard. That's hard. That's one of the reasons that that it was so important for me to um, start this podcast, because I just don't think that people understand that level of intensity to have to go to to sleep if you go to sleep. Right. You right. know what I mean? If yeah. you go to sleep with that type of burden, but um, you're powerful. You're very powerful. And if there's anything that I can help you with, if there's any resources that we can help you with, I'm hoping that you know that we're here for you, no matter what the circumstances is, okay? I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Is there anything before we we go, um, is there anything that you want to say on behalf of Brittany and just on behalf of, of everything that you've been through? Or if you were speaking to other families, is there anything that you would like to tell them? Take it one day at a time, put one foot in front of the other and don't give up. Don't give up no matter what another family member tells you, even if it's your own brother, sister, mother, father, you grieve, you grieve the way you need to grieve. You grieve on your time, nobody else's time. You do it how you need to do it. Don't let your spouse tell you how to do it. Don't let anyone else tell you how to do it. You do what your heart tells you for that person. You do what you need to do and just keep pushing. This is Missing Our Voices. We, we just heard from Miss Stephanie Hankey, um, Brittany Wood's stepmother. We greatly appreciate that she's been on here. Um, we wanna make sure that Brittany Wood's name is kept in the spotlight that there is a passion that's behind her, that she, she's not forgotten, that her story will be told as many times as, as it has to be told. We thank you so much, Stephanie, for your time and patience today. Um, whenever you have any more information and you wanna come back on the show, just please give us a call and, and we're there, okay? All right, thank you so much. All right.